ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, family, evangelistic, service, family, members, my beloved. Uh, this is Daniel White the Third, President of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 569 where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint, this unique arrangement of the Holy Word of God allows us to read the whole Bible through as a single true nonfiction story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today, my beloved, we're reading Proverbs chapter 3, verses 31 through 35. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for allowing me to see another Father's Day. I thank you, Lord, for my youngest daughter right now fixing her father, father's, father's Day dinner as I speak. I thank you for all of my children who have given me many fathers, wonderful fathers days down through the years. And Lord, I give you all of the glory, praise, and honor because you're not only a good, good father, as the songwriter put it, but a great, great father and the greatest of all time. And thank you for teaching me to be a good father. I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. I pray now that you would have mercy and grace upon each and every one of us who name the name of Christ. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us, Lord, of our sins, our faults, and our failures. As uh, from our hearts we forgive those who have sinned against us. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would crucify our flesh and the old man within us and fill us, Lord, afresh and anew as your born-again Christian people. Fill us with the fullness and the power 
the unction and the anointing of your Holy Spirit. And Lord, I pray for the salvation of the lost, including my own wife, Marika White, uh, who is here serving with me in the ministry, but yet not saved. I pray that you'd open her blinded eyes, unstop her deaf ears, and save her soul. I pray also, Lord, that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic, demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias uh, out of her life and out of the lives of others in our family who have that issue and that problem and out of the lives of your people and people who are religious but lost everywhere and give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. And Holy Father God, I pray that lost souls would be saved, Christians would be revived, your holy name glorified, Jesus Christ exalted across this country and around the globe. For Lord, our faith looks up to you, and uh, all things are possible with you. In Jesus Christ's name, I do pray and forsake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, our Lord and our Savior, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. At Proverbs chapter 3 verses 31 through 35. Envy thou not the oppressor, and choose none of his ways. For the forward is abomination to the Lord, but his secret is with the righteous. The curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked, but he blesseth the habitation of the just. Surely he scorneth the scorners, but he giveth grace unto the lowly. The wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the promotion of fools. Ladies and gentlemen, shall we pray? Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for the power of your holy word. And we thank you, Lord, for how it speaks to our hearts every time we open it and from whatever book. It's amazing how your Holy Spirit 
speaks to our hearts from your holy word. And we thank you. Help us to love it more, to cherish it more, to obey it more, to apply it to our lives more, and to teach it, preach it, and to proclaim your holy gospel so that others may come to know your Savior. Holy Father, God bless and anoint the service to follow. Demonstrate the power of your Holy Spirit. Save those who are lost. Revive those who are saved. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead service family members, my beloved. Uh, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the Scripture and the Sense podcast, episode number 979, where I simply read the Word of God and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source such as the Bible Knowledge Commentary and or the Matthew Henry Commentary. This podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 8 where it says Ezra and the Levites read in the book in the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. The aim of this podcast, my dear friends, is that through the simple reading of the word of God and the giving of the sense of it, it is my humble prayer that the church would be revived and the world would be awakened and saved from the wrath of God to come upon the earth and to be saved from the eternal burning hell forever by believing in the God-man, 100% God, 100% Son of God, 100% man, Jesus Christ, who said the most loving, most wonderful, and most important words ever said in the history of the world, when he said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Today, beloved, we're reading Malachi 3, 
verse 7, shall we pray, the last book of the Old Testament. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for your holy word and for your holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the power, the unction, and the anointing of your Holy Spirit. And Holy Father God, we pray that you would grant, grant us your energy, your strength, your unction, your anointing, your freedom, your liberty, and the power of your Holy Spirit. And we pray that you'll help us to understand your Holy Word and to comprehend it and to apply it to our own lives in a very real sense. And then, Lord, we pray that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell. Rebuke and bind the devil and the demons of hell, Lord, from your people here and out there. And give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. And, Lord, I pray that you will do that now and do that for the service to follow. And grant me, Lord, your grace to preach your holy word, to give myself to prayer and to the, uh, to the ministry of your holy word. Lift every burden, every heart, mind, soul, and spirit. We cast all care upon you. For, Lord, we know that you care for us. Fill us with your peace, the pass of all understanding, your joy unspeakable, your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake. Amen. Malachi chapter 3 verse 7 Even from the days of your fathers ye are gone away from mine ordinances and have not kept them. Return unto me and I will return unto you saith the Lord of hosts. But ye said, Wherein shall we return? My, my, my. Dear friends, I just read in your hearing Malachi chapter 3, verse 7. Now here is the sense of it. Here is the understanding of it, if you will, from the Bible knowledge commentary and with, of course, the help of the Holy Ghost of God. Malachi's fifth oracle begins with a blanket condemnation of Israel's disobedience. And this passage, of course, is fitting and apropos for uh, God's people today. Uh, the so-called evangelical Christians. So read it with that in mind, and, uh, or, or hear it with that in mind. Malachi's fifth oracle begins with a blanket condemnation of Israel's disobedience to God's decrees through her story, her history, rather her history. This contrasts with the positive note of God's unchanging faithfulness, which concluded the preceding oracle. This calls to mind God's comments about Israel's stubbornness at Sinai, which Moses repeated before the nation 
entered Canaan. Certainly the history of Israel from that day to Malachi's substantiated the prophet's charge. No doubt. Malachi then voiced the Lord's appeal and a promise. If Israel would return to him in faith and obedience, same thing goes for the people of God today. In fact, don't, don't get it twisted now. The, the New Testament tells us the writers feel with the Holy Ghost of God in the New Testament tell us to go back into the Old Testament and use uh, what the people did back in those days for an example and to not continue in sin, to repent of our sins. So don't get it twisted. We cannot unhitch the Old Testament from the New Testament, Mr. Andy Stanley and others. Malachi then voiced the Lord's appeal and a promise if Israel, if God's people, would return to him in faith and obedience, then he would respond and would return to her, if you will. This promise was based on the covenant God made with Israel. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you so much for this Bible time that speaks to our hearts, even as Christians today. We give you the glory, the praise, and the honor for all of it is due your name. Help us to repent of our sins and help us to obey you again. Help us to get back to you, our first love. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we go to our family verses. We are still in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4, and it's very fitting, for today is Father's Day. And God commands fathers primarily. He includes mothers in this passage. Uh, but uh, there are several reasons I believe God mentions fathers here because number one uh, the father is not only over the wife but the father's over the children number two the american way says leave the children to the mother and let her raise them basically by herself while you go off working and that's not the biblical pattern god wants fathers to raise the children the wife and the mother is to help him and that's all and uh, uh, it's a privilege to be a father because we call our God Heavenly Father. And he's the greatest father of all time. And so Father God knows what is in Father Man. And so he jumps right on it right from the get-go. And basically tells fathers, do not be mean to your children. For back in Roman times, there were men, and even in this day and time, if they uh, didn't have a son, 
they would uh, be mean uh, to daughters and not even want daughters and all of this kind of foolishness. Or if the son was uh, sickly or deformed, they really didn't want the son and was mean to the uh, child and uh, all kinds of uh, wickedness uh, would come up in the hearts of man towards their children. And God makes it very clear here, your job as a father is not to provoke your children to wrath or to anger, but rather to love them so much that you pat them on the back when they do good, always. And uh, we've heard the proverbial father who is never happy, never satisfied with what the children do. God does not want you to be that kind of father. And if you want to be that kind of father, you need to get out of the fathering business because that's not going to get it. Okay? Uh, no, be an even-handed father like God is. You understand? When we do well, like we just read in Mal- as we just read in Malachi, when we do well, he'll bless. If we are obedient, he will bless us. If we're disobedient, he will punish us. And that's how it's got to be. You can't be all one. Both, if, you, if, you, if you're uh, too overbearing and you're never pleased with anything your children do, especially you fathers towards your sons, and you mothers towards your daughters, then uh, you're going to provoke the child to wrath and to anger because the child is going to feel like that they can never satisfy you. You know what I've told my children? God gave me the wisdom to tell my children. You don't have the child to prove anything to me. I know. I raised you a certain way. I'm not going to be impressed with... uh, uh, anything you don't have to do anything to try to impress me i'm already impressed i already know what you are capable of doing i'm not going to be this is what i said to my my adult children i'm not going to be surprised if you do well i expect you to do well so you don't have to be like some children always trying to please your father i'm already pleased first of all i'm pleased because i did what i was supposed to do as your father when you were with me. Secondly, I'm pleased because by the grace of God, you turned out better than the average bear. And as long as God is pleased, I'm pleased. So they have unconditional love from me. It's not based upon what they do. They don't have to try to prove anything to me. I told them that from from the get-go. Because I raised them in an even-handed way. If they did good, they got praise. A whole lot of it. When they did evil, they got punished. Chastisement, rebuke. And I was fair across the board. Those who did more evil got more punishment. Those who did uh, good got rewarded. That's all there is to it. I mean, that's, that's God's way, by the way. God does not play. You know, he, God will bless you as long as you're doing 
what he wants you to do and, and you're acknowledging him in all of your ways, God is cool. Now, but you cross him and start committing sin in front of him and disobeying him, he's going to crack down on you like he's cracked down on the church universal to this day, right now, in this day and time, for the past two, over three, almost three years. But now, before you get all discouraged, remember all of the decades he blessed us so tremendously beyond measure. Okay? Everything was beautiful and wonderful and easy. Wings did not cost $25 in the package. Huh? Okay? Well, we're being punished now. We're being chastised. We're being rebuked. Yes, in the church. Because of the evil we did in the church and in the family. Disregarding God's word. Marginalizing God and his word. Pushing God and his word to the periphery. That's not going to work. That's not, not in God's economy. I don't know who you think you're dealing with. But that's not going to happen. You're not going to get away with that. And so many Christians thought they got away with it. And God, uh, as the old folks used to say, the will of God grinds show. I mean, slow, but it grinds show. Don't you ever forget that. Nobody gets away with evil in God's economy, my dear friend. Nobody. 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 You understand me? And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord for the family and friends. Uh, pray for them too. Pray for everybody in your family. And uh, as a father, make sure you pray for your children while they're with you and then when they leave. Pray for them. That's your new ministry now, to pray for your children. You cannot control them. You cannot do for them. You do everything for them now. You can't uh, tell them what to do now once they leave your nest. They're on their own as far as that's concerned, but you can pray for them and gird them up in prayer. You do your, you do that, and uh, be available for when they want to talk to you and text you. I thank the Lord that all of my children uh, have wished me a happy Father's Day. Most of them are gone now on their own. And, but they've done that since they've been little children. They've given me some of the greatest Father's Days uh, in the history of the world. And I have precious memories from all of those days. And so, fathers, nurture your children, admonish your children, Love your children unconditionally. And God is basically saying it is unnecessary to do silly, vindictive, stupid, foolish things to provoke your children to anger and to wrath. 
Now they get upset with you because you love them and you are nurturing them and admonishing them, which means you love them to the point of rebuking them or chastising them when they're growing up, then so be it. Let it be, in the words of the Beatles. But getting all vindictive and angry and mean and hateful and all that, that's not going to work, sir. Alright, so let's pray for other families. Uh, those who are saved and those who are not. Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for all families that name the name of Christ, that you would revive them again around the world and help them to turn back to you and to your holy word. Found in Ephesians 5 and 6, and do family your way, because their way has not worked, and their way is not working, and their way will never work. And so, Lord, we pray for the salvation of families that don't even know you as Savior, who are blind to the gospel, open their blinded eyes, and stop their deaf ears, and save their souls. Have your Holy Ghost, and all that you do not to give people rest until they come to know you as Savior. Now, Lord, I pray that you'll bless and anoint the service to follow. And, Lord, demonstrate the power of your Holy Ghost. Save those who are lost. Revive those who are saved. And then, Lord, we pray for the salvation of the lost. Revive those who are saved. Heal those who are sick. Comfort those who are grieving and mourning. Uh, because of the coronavirus plague and other plagues and diseases and disasters. We pray, Lord, for, uh, I think her name is Maisha, the Maisha family in Atlanta. Comfort them as only you, you, you can. Draw them to yourself in a mighty way for salvation, for Maisha is gone hopefully up to heaven. And a uh, 16-year-old beautiful child snuffed out for nothing, shot for no reason. God in heaven, have mercy upon those people today. This is their first Father's Day without her being around. And so, Holy Father God, we pray for the parents in Uvalde, Texas. Lord, we pray for thousands and millions who are in this Father's Day without their children or without their father. Comfort them, Lord, as only you can. And then, Lord, we pray for the family and friends. We pray for the millions of people who are hurting from these maladies and sicknesses and tragedies. We also pray for the family and friends of Nigerian resident Godwin Quada. We pray for the family and friends of Oregon resident Joe Thunder Carter. Uh, we pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Nigerian resident Hassan Namu Muhammad. We pray for the family and friends of Indian resident Manaswi Srivastava. We pray for the family and friends of California resident Jenny Palmer. Uh, Lord, comfort these people as only you can. Save those who are lost. 
revive those who are saved and encourage them and strengthen them in the faith. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us all to uh, come as far as we have in life, those of us who are still on the living side. We pray that you would comfort those who are grieving, those who have left them. God, have mercy. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for prayer requests that have come in. We pray, Lord, for the thousands who have sent in prayer requests down through the years that we have prayed for. Thank you for thousands of answers to prayer. And Lord, thank you for the privilege to pray for all of these people by name multiple times. And we pray for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical uh, blessings, Lord, upon all of them, Lord, today, including these who are mentioned by name. We pray for Pastor Bushibi. Thank you, Lord, for him. Please heal Melanie's eyes and have the surgery to go well. We pray, Lord, for Marie. Please place the blood of Jesus and strongest angelic protections over her life. Deliver her neighborhood from pain, gangs, witchcraft, and the occult. Help her to recover from damage caused by storms and tornadoes. We pray, Lord, for Patrick. Deliver him from putting things before you. Please save his soul and give him assurance of his salvation. And Lord, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray now, Lord, for the people who have gotten saved through hearing the gospel preached through this ministry uh, down through the years. And we pray for these people as well. Help them to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith. We pray for James, Clems, Samson, Editha, and Gamba. We pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to you as well. We pray, Lord, for David, Kimberly, Susan, Gabriel, and O.G. And Holy Father God, we pray for all government ministers. Save them all and change their lives, revive those who are saved, cast the devil and the demons of hell out of those who have that issue in their lives from the president down to the police officers. And Holy Father God, um, government leaders in other countries as well. And we pray, Lord, for their salvation. Lead God and direct them all that we may lead peaceful and quiet lives. And Lord, we pray for your blessings and protection upon those who are being persecuted in the world for their faith. We are, and others as well, comfort us and all of us in the way that only you can protect us as you see fit. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for sake. Amen. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time, I'm getting ready to preach three services or three messages back to back uh, on Father's Day. So invite others as God may lead you. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time. Now, dear friend, if you are with us today, 
If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, John 3.16 states, For God so loved the world, these are the words of Jesus Christ. God so loved the world, that means that if you are in this world, God loves you. That he gave his only begotten son, God gave up his only begotten son to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for your sins. He shed innocent blood on the cross for your sins because Jesus Christ never committed a sin in word, in thought, in attitude, or in deed. Yes, you can have a sinful attitude. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son up to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for our sins, however, our lies, our stealing, our lusting after people and things, coveting after people and things, what other people have, our disrespect and dishonor and disobedience and having bad attitudes towards our parents, our taking God's name in vain and so many other sins. These are just five of the Ten Commandments. If we have broke one of them, we have broken the whole law according to the Bible. Jesus died for all of our wickedness and all of our sins. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, he was speaking of himself, that whosoever believeth in him, the word whosoever means anybody at any time, the word believeth means to trust in, to have faith in him, Jesus Christ, should not perish, that is, you will not go to hell, but have everlasting life. So, dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ today so that you can be saved from the torments of hell. For the Bible teaches that once you die unsaved, if you die without believing in Christ, you will immediately wake up in the torments of hell. If you want to avoid that and wake up in heaven and in the arms of Jesus Christ, if you will, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ down here. For the Bible says in Romans 10, 9 and 13, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever, whosoever, that, there's that word again, whosoever, anybody at any time, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. It's very simple to be saved, very easy to be saved, contrary to what people will tell you. You don't have to be in a church building to get saved. You don't have to join a church to get saved. You don't have to get baptized to get saved. You don't have to give any money to the church to get saved. You don't have to shake the preacher's hand. You don't have to raise your hand. You don't have to walk down the aisle. You don't have to do anything to get saved, but believe in Jesus Christ and call on his name and pray and ask him to save you. And he will do so, my beloved. If he did it for me, he'll do it for you. So believe in your heart. Only you can do that. 
that Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. Pray with me the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven, I acknowledge that I am a wicked sinner and I admit that I have broken your Ten Commandments. I have indeed committed some of those sins that were mentioned earlier by the preacher. And Holy Father God, I admit that I deserve to go to hell just like a criminal deserves to go to jail. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my crimes and sins. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and uh, into my spirit and save my soul. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day, and Lord, I do, I do not understand it all, but I thank you for it all. And I believe it all. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul. And change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And help me to truly repent of my sins past. and to truly repent of my sins present and to turn from my evil life and to follow you Lord Jesus in the new life for it is in your name I do pray amen now dear friend of mine if you just believed in the Lord Jesus Christ with all of your heart as your Lord and Savior and you pray that prayer with me and you meant it from your heart I declare to you uh, that based upon the Word of God the Holy Bible that I just shared with you you are now saved from hell and you're on your way to heaven welcome to the family of God dear friend I want to congratulate you on doing the most important thing in life and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ Jesus, please go to GospelLightSociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John chapter 10 verse 9, uh, and this is what the book title is based on. I am the door, Jesus Christ said. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you, is my prayer. 